Halloween, paganism, Christianity. Today we talk about where do we draw the line as Christians when it comes to our holidays and our community around us. Thanks for joining us and welcome to The Truth Response. The Truth Response. So we've got two people joining us today that aren't normally with us. Um, we got Trey and Brent. Um, they are family in our church, and they have decided that they're just going to hang out, see what this is all about. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> I don't know if Brennan appreciates it, but I did. <laughs> so whenever you're listening to this, here's what you need to know, is that right now it's October 29th, and usually we don't like to tell you what day it is because we don't want to you to think like, oh man, that was forever ago, and this is not relevant anymore. <clears throat> But this is incredibly relevant because it's October 29th, which means in two days it's Halloween. Whoop whoop. Yep yep. And there's an odd <laughs> hush. <laughs> so, All Hallows Eve. You mean. Uh, yeah yeah. All Hallows Eve, and then yeah. what's November 1st is All Saints Day, right? We have all these holidays that happen, and then pretty soon, before you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving, which is another day we celebrate, and then after that, it's going to be Christmas, and then after that, it's going to be New Year's. And then after that, it's January, right? So it's Florida. <laughs> it's winter in Florida, which is what we all really look forward to, which is the greatest holiday of them all. Um, and it really does only happen one day, winter in Florida. We don't always know which day it's going to happen. We just take it when we get it. So regardless, we're all excited about all of these many holidays that lie ahead. Or are we? Excited is a strong word. <laughs> are we excited about the holidays? So Some of us are excited. Yeah. That is true. So let's talk about, let's start with, with Halloween, right? I mean, and we'll talk about holidays in general, but, you know, we'll go there, right? <laughs> Every major holiday that we celebrate, in America specifically, mm -hmm. because, like, there are other major holidays that are celebrated in other countries, but we'll talk about America specifically. Um, every one of them is is rooted at its core, at its foundations. We won't say at its core necessarily, but at its foundations is rooted in some form of pagan festival. Mm -hmm. Or religious festival. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. we'll go there. Yeah. And Re corporate religious greed. Festival. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So Halloween is no exception, and it causes a lot of division, especially among people in the church. Like, you've got your... Complete, no way, no how. I won't celebrate anything. Number, there won't be, there won't be any dressing up in my house. There won't be any scary movies in my house, and that's just for Christmas, right? There won't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe the big, the big question here for all of us to discuss is: Do you celebrate Halloween? Let's start with that. Like, do you celebrate Halloween? In what context do you do you celebrate it or recognize it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I know we, we've got our, some... Our family, it's our favorite. Like, yeah. that's our favorite holiday. Yeah. So. And that's Derek and Lizzie. Lizzie, who is our family ministries director here. <laughs> yep. Right? And really, her life, in my opinion, epitomizes Halloween somehow. There's... Yeah. You Mine, never, too. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. her life epitomizes Halloween in my my life as yeah. well so. yeah yeah and you guys stays up late 
plotting yeah. my murder, you know, all yeah. that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trey, on the other hand, like, what do you think about Halloween, Trey? Um, be honest, because that's the way we roll here. Because this is called oh, the okay. truth response. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. No holds bar. Um, I think that it is a pagan holiday that uh, was slowly... We used to have um, Christian fall festivals to celebrate the harvest of grain and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started putting their little pagan rituals into it mm-hmm. and slowly sliding those things in there. And now it's all about the pagan ritual. Um, about, you know, covering your faces and wearing a muse and, or wearing a guise or ha- being, you know, the mummers or even... Um, you know, bobbing for apples, like an apple is not a religious symbol or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that, and this is all stuff that I've just had revelation about, you know, um, not this deeply, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the camp of, well, it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Like it's, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm starting to see the way the world is starting to kind of come together, mm-hmm. if you will, or fall apart, however you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to participate in the schemes of the devil anymore. Okay. Let's let's do just a little background, okay? So this is from history.com. So we know it's got to be somewhere down, down the middle of, like, this is kind of the way it worked. Um, they don't really have an agenda to push. They're just sharing the way things happen. So Halloween it w- is, it's got its roots in this Celtic festival of Samhain, okay? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Celts kind of had their very deep, pagany, god-y, dead-y, celebrate kind of things that they did. Um, and then this, this fell at the end of October, which was traditionally a f- around festival time. And you find a lot of these festivals like this happen around that time because, because of the, just the general change that would happen mm-hmm. in, in the, the, the visible world around you, right? So you, mm-hmm. had, you had a harvest that was coming. You had what was alive and vibrant now beginning to die or decay as you were settling in for winter. Again, unless you live in southwest Florida, in which case you get one day of winter, nothing changes um, other than the maybe 10 degrees. You don't have to mow. You don't have to mow your grass. That's true. (laughs) And it's it's the dry season, right? (laughs) So, yeah. And when you do, it's cooler. Even here, unless you have irrig- unless you're irrigating your lawn, right? Your your lawn dies. So we've been here two, two ish, one and a half winters. I'm quoting. I'm air quoting right now. Yeah. In Florida, and both of those winters, we didn't irrigate our lawn, and so that just turned this marvelous shade of brown. But then it ended up coming right back, back to green. Yeah. yeah. Sometime in. I don't know, let's see, probably by June it was green again. Um, so you've got this festival celebrating Samhain, um, oh, pronounced Sao-in. So-in. Okay, I didn't know that, but I'm going to call it Samhain because that's how it's spelled. I'm American, <laughs> and I speak American here. So that's how we roll. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beginning of Dark Cold Winter... Um, and they wanted, you know, that could bring death too, because if you weren't well cared for, well prepared, mm-hmm. then obviously you weren't going to make it through those long hold card, hard winters. Um, obviously with that, like, 
I think now, like I wonder now if some of the the mentality behind it too had to do with some seasonal depression that would mm-hmm. set in. Like that's oh. what we would call it now because mm-hmm. no, I know growing up in Northeast Pennsylvania, from November, it's like one last party before they had to lock themselves in their house for who knows how long. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. well, yeah, that's actually really true, right? Because they couldn't go see their neighbors because they didn't have the same, right? Yeah, you know, we 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 live in a very very different world. Oh yeah, <laughs> then I would say yeah. to some extent. I mean, I want to I want to slightly counterpoint to what you guys are talking about because. Yeah. At the same time, they were a lot harder people back then. That's true. Obviously, if they couldn't yeah. survive winter, like if we went through what they went through then, we would Mass be extinction. able to survive in comparison. <laughs> Mass extinction. No, they knew how to survive in the winters then yep. versus us who have the luxury of coats, heating, electricity, yeah. right. you know, all of that. So, I mean, slightly counterpoint. Yeah. I mean, to, Refrigeration, to is, preservatives, mm-hmm. things like that, that they didn't have the luxury. No, that's a really, right. but this is all yeah. a really good point. Um, because, like, and what you're talking about, Sam Hain, it represents the the end of the harvest, right? right? It's then that's what, I mean, that's what October 31st is, is the end of the harvest season. Yep. It is the last day. Yep. And um, for them, November 1st marked their new year. So yes. that it was the end of their year, end of their harvest, end of things that they'd known stepping into a new year. Yeah. And then there was some other stuff that goes on to that, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but finish your thought. Yeah, so I just, like I said, I mean, the world is crazy, and I, mm-hmm. I just, this year, I, I think I, I really just want to celebrate God's harvest. Mm-hmm. Okay, And, cool. like, because this is my first year where I've recognized my salvation. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm so, because I'm so on fire, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm just, I'm, this is, Jesus has become my obsession, which is a good thing. Right. You know, um, I'm learning so much so fast, and yep. um, he's opened up so many doors to me because I'm not afraid to knock, him out, knock on them, mm-hmm. you know, and he just yep. tears them open. So. Cool. So it's interesting you say, you know, because we are the harvest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, the harvest is, is plenty, yeah. and, and the harvesters are few. Mm-hmm. Um, but how... You said you, you want to just celebrate God's harvest. How how do you want to celebrate that? How how what does that look pray, like? Pray pray give the day to God and not to um rituals because the fact is is that God we've relied on rituals. Christ hanging on the cross was a ritual. Mm-hmm. Rituals have power sure. in this world. Mm-hmm. And and so it that that's where it's the ritual of it that that i can't participate in but what i can do is um you know talk about my faith and pray and read my bible that day and make sure that i give that day i'm giving that day i'm giving that this this year i'm giving that day to god um because i got a lot of things going on that just (laughs) it's harvest season man and and I want to be on the right side of that. Yep. Yeah, right on, right on. So the the way the Celts kind of brought all this about, right, was they they believed that on October 31st that there was this, this boundary line between the living mm-hmm. and the dead and that the line became a little bit blurred that mm-hmm. day. Um, and so that they they believed that their, their priests, um, their 
prophets, quote unquote, they could more easily make predictions about the future because there was this this blurred line that existed. Um, I th I think uh, one of the ways they referred to it as is they would call it a thin place or a thin space mm -hmm. um, where you could you could peer into the spiritual world, and then they believed that they they refer to it I think as a veil. Yeah, yeah, like the veil the veil was, was thinner. Thin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I really like that phrase, a thin place, a thin space, because when we step into prayer, when we enter into worship, when we enter into those places, it's, it's a kind of a removal of the veil. It's that thin place where we are making ourselves completely avail available and vulnerable to God working, working mm -hmm. in us, speaking to us, moving in us, moving through us. So the concept behind it, I really love that concept. Um, and you may even hear me refer to that, like this is a thin space when we get together, when we worship. So we're called to do that where we do that on a Sunday, right? Yeah. And when we gather as, as the priesthood of all believers, I believe that there is, you, it magnifies and amplifies the power and the spirit of God working Amen. in our midst. I think that, that I, I, don't, I don't think that it was just a, a, a thing though. I think that it, it was real sure. because we have very real tearing of the veil whenever yeah. between where God resided and people, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that veil was torn whenever Jesus died, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So like yep. there it's that might be a physical representation of a real thing that mm -hmm. is a spiritual thing that yep. is mm -hmm. also kind of a physical thing because we've got two realms that are existing simultaneously right here you know, in, in one place, mm -hmm. we've got the spiritual realm and the physical realm, the material realm. And like, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that we also have to understand that there's two sides to the, to the coin mm -hmm. of that spiritual realm as well. Right. So, but I mean, I, I think that it has validity and credit in, in what they were what do what were they right? going what, to what, they were, what were they seeking to grasp right? right they were seeking to grasp the spiritual they were just seeking to grasp to grasp it in a wrong way right mm -hmm. or right. they were what they were reaching after was the wrong thing instead of reaching after after the creator and reaching after Christ instead of reaching after the things that we see as as real and foundational to life they were celebrating it in just a very different way. Like, if you look all throughout the Bible, I mean, number one, God created a bunch of Jewish festivals that they were called to celebrate, Passover being one of the prominent, the harvest time. Right. There, were, there were festivals, seven festivals, right? So the, the concept of a festival and the concept of celebration and the concept of those things is not, number one, wrong, or number, number two, anti-biblical. So it is something very foundational. Mm -hmm. They were just called to do it in... In, in a different way. And we don't really recognize or celebrate any of the Jewish festivals the way that the Jews celebrated and still continue to celebrate a lot of those, those biblical Jewish festivals. The thing is, they've also, culturally, Jews have turned many of those festivals into, into secular festivals as well. So we gotta think about that too. Well, what's the, what's the root problem? in all of this. I mean, because obviously, I mean, if we go back to the, the mm -hmm. Celtic whatever, yeah. um, they're not seeking bad things, right? right? They're seeking truth and right. and as best they knew how. And, yeah. and all that. Yeah, what, in their flawed where, human where, way, where, yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, but even, even... But they didn't 
even so, but not they didn't so much. have the word either. Right. right. Well, even so, but not so much though. It, it's what what is twisted. Right. Right. Like it's who somebody twisted something in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. That that caused them to skew off track. Mm-hmm. That caused them to seek out these things rather than the true God. Right. Because yeah. I mean, the Israelites and God's people came before the Celtic people. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. So if you think about it that way, like something, something got a hold of of their culture, right, mm-hmm. and took what is good, and just skewed it just a little bit enough to where they went on a separate path, yeah. right. And so that that's really like that's what we've got to think about mm-hmm. because it's everything mm-hmm. is like that. I mean, we could talk about entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Entertainment's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. We seek entertainment all the time. Mm-hmm. Video games, mm-hmm. right? Great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to... Doesn't mean it's always a great thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a very... It can become an idol. It can become quickly. an yeah. idol. Yeah. It can become yeah. a very toxic environment. Yeah. Like, so we got to we gotta understand with... We got we to gotta put it in context mm. of mm. these people weren't necessarily a bad people and they weren't seeking bad things, mm-hmm. but somewhere along the line, it, it he, skewed here's, and he, something happened that was a spiritual realm thing that twisted them. Here's what I hear. Here's what I hear you saying and looking at the context of all of this is number one, they didn't have the truth, right? Mm-hmm. But we as as people created in God's image, we've been created to worship. And when we don't have the truth, we worship all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And we do it in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. So worship can manifest itself in just about any way. Is you know, obviously there are guidelines and, and sure. fundamental elements of that, but yeah. worship isn't just coming to church yeah. and raising your hands and singing no, a not. song, right? No. Nope. right? Worship worship can pour through, can come out of any just about anything mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, and and okay, let's. There are two. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say there are two other prominent things that happened during their celebration of of Samhain. Number one is they wore costumes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. They wore costumes because they believed that there were there would be there would be this moment They're, where the spirits of the dead would come back, and they would wreak havoc on people on humans. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so humanity wanted these. If you these disguise folks. yourself so they don't recognize you. Right. Exactly. You would disguise yourself so they didn't. So these spirits wouldn't recognize you and bring bring I've, potential. I've heard an alternative to that as well. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So the alternative was is that they also that the priests would also dress up as spirits, yes. right? And go around and collect from them. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is then, did the people believe that the priests were the spirits or was it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What It sounds like the there could have been, it, I mean, they're wearing disguises. There mm-hmm. is deception in that, mm-hmm. you know? And so sure. that's, I, that's, I've heard that mm-hmm. and I've, heard the other half this other half too so i and that's kind of why like that's why it shows you you can't we can't do this without without his instruction book you know it's hard yeah it's yeah, yeah it's it, it is it's a very maybe a thin line that mm-hmm. we walk on yeah. when we when we try to figure out like we try to be good are so we hard. doing this are we doing this to god's glory or are we doing this in vanity mm-hmm. and is there is there at its foundation anything wrong with with dressing up with putting on clothes like i mean you could you could you could come to that is there anything wrong even with 
with being and serving as, let's say, an actor or an actress, right? In, in acting out a scene from something that was going to play out. Like, y- you could get into that element, too, where you could say all of that. Yeah. If, if you go to one extreme side, you could say yeah. all of that is bad and wrong yeah. because they're pretending to be something they're not. Yeah. But on the other side, you could say, well, they're all operating in a very symbolic way of something that, though they aren't that inherently, they're still depicting something that is real in the world. I was going to say, oh, go ahead. My biggest issue with, like, people, it's specifically Halloween that I think Christians have a problem with, Um, but... If you look at the other holidays, they're all rooted. A lot of the symbolism and stuff that we use is rooted in pagan stuff. And so, but Halloween's the one that everybody talks about. They don't talk about all the Easter stuff. They don't talk about all the Christmas stuff mm. and how that, that roots in pagan. But it's just Halloween. And that's where I have an issue. Because I've met one person who goes to the one Christian that's gone to the extreme and they don't do Christmas trees. They don't do any of that. They don't do Easter. They don't do the eggs. They don't do any of that. One Christian. And I'm like, so why is it okay for those holidays, but not okay for Halloween? Like, that's the issue I, that I have. I, I want to get to that at some point. The extreme, like... But I want to I hop back just a second. Because I, I, that is where I want to go with a lot of things with when it comes to these holidays. But, but I'm going to hop back to just the, the opposite side of the coin. The non-American side of this coin where we say you know well it, it was their leadership that was deceptive and and we have to put this this uh, material physical um, human in charge and as the problem side of things because we try to think through things rationally and logically which is great it's the way that things should be but we have to also understand that like in the rest of the world there's a reason why they they very much heavily lean on spiritual things. They they very much believe that that there are demons roaming around and they can see them, and that there are you know evil forces and there are spiritual things happening. And we've kind of as Americans, we've kind of gotten rid of a lot of that. And we've talked about that on this podcast a little bit at right. other times. But just in 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 fairness to the Celtic culture. What if they they were right? What if there were demons, not necessarily undead, but what if there were demons that were creating havoc, you know, in, well, in their in their time? That, and I think yeah, it's, isn't that the uh, was carving of jack lanterns the other one? Yeah, that's one of them. That's one the of their things thing to keep the evil spirits away. That I was going to talk. That was not the other oh, okay. thing I'm going to talk about. The other thing, um, I think there's I think some, some interesting tie-in later. And they, but it yeah, is Irish. Yeah, Jack, jack-o'-lanterns was was a later yeah. a later concept. Right. Yeah. But I just that just to be on that other other side of the coin, you know, because we we can't we can't just blame mm-hmm. we can't we can't think with the idea that humans are the only mm-hmm. thing that exists. Yeah. I mean, angels in the Bible. We'll just talk about angels for a moment. When they appeared, were terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and they oh, were yeah. very real creatures. Yeah, the Bible talks about how Jesus, considering himself even lower than the angels, which means that they are more powerful than humans, mm-hmm. right? Yes, mm-hmm. so, absolutely. And yeah. and and demons are angels that were were fallen, decided to choose a different path and cast out. 
Um, however, that actually happened. We don't really know. Um, but but we have to understand that there are beings that can obviously be seen to to people. Yeah. That that are alive and well today, as they were in the Celtic time, as they were at the creation of the world, possibly I, ish. Well, well because. So, so, but that that side of the coin, we have to at least acknowledge it could be a possibility. Yeah. When the angels are also operating outside, they're operating in heavenly time, at least the ones that are with God, right? Sure, um, we could we could unpack that one a little bit too but, if you want. <laughs> but because nah, I'm, I'm one of those, I'm yeah. say that, I'm, that I'm on a different. That's, that's a, a different, that's a different podcast. Yeah. I'm on a different plane of thinking. <laughs> yeah. on when it comes to but that yeah. stuff. But yeah, but no, I I I see what you're saying, and um, but there's even a fine if line are in our time, right? So even yeah. if, if that's that's how that works, or even if they didn't have well, knows, we have to remember they right? don't they didn't ha- they did not yet have the gospel uh-huh. right but neither did the israelites mm-hmm. so let's let's sure. throw that out there they didn't have the gospel either mm-hmm. well that's true yeah so yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can't really i mean everything derived from from god's people in the garden mm-hmm. people that literally walked with god on a daily basis mm-hmm. whether that was just verbally or physically we're not a hundred percent sure right mm-hmm. but they walked with god in a perfect union in the garden mm-hmm. it's it's undeniable for so 20, like for 24 hours we all we all derived <laughs> from that all cultures derived from that as their origin that's how easy it is so so like i i, I mean as much as i understand what you're saying like we can't throw that whole they didn't have jesus concept oh, or the gospel of the truth yeah okay I got because you. like what about the people who died who've never heard of Jesus, right? The cultures that have, because it says well, I mean, that, that there's, someday there's provision for that. I, I mean, understand that, but I'm saying like there are cultures that have never that have never heard it, and so we have to understand, we have to look at it from a lens of what were you seeking? That's not in in that, well, that necessarily. I think I think in a lot of it too, in the case of of these uh, more. The, the 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 if you go into something like the older pagan holidays where they didn't have they didn't have the gospel mm-hmm. they just didn't they never heard it mm-hmm. they had no opportunity so they're just judged based on how they did um, and most people are not going to be judged very well mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but I think that if maybe if you, if if you're in a and, and that's a, like a, it's a very slim maybe I am pretty sure that you're just Sadly, I just don't think there's a way for you to go, like, because we're all so flawed. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you lived your life in such a way, or, and especially innocence, so children, they, you know, if they have not yet sinned, they are clean. Um, so. so we're born with sin, aren't we? Paul says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So what, what does all mean in that context is all, everyone from... From the moment that you enter into the world, or is it everyone from which is which is why Catholics <clears throat> right baptize babies immediately? Yeah. Um, and yep. and I agree with the fact that we all are born with sin, um, and I also agree with the fact that there's a provision I think for those who who aren't 
I believe in the age of accountability that mm-hmm. doesn't have a determined age, but it's the age of <laughs> you understand right from wrong right. and you understand the, the, the concept of you are not doing the absolute right, right? There, there's that concept of, of some of that in there somewhere. Um, so I think there is provision for children mm-hmm. that, that yep. haven't reached that because, awakening well, yet. Here's the know, thing, mentally, right? But, so, and this is all, this is, this is all based in scripture, um, is when, when we get there, we haven't heard, if you hadn't heard the, the good news, you're based, you're judged based on what you've done and, and what your life was. And so an infant has never heard the scripture, has never heard scripture. They are blameless mm-hmm. and therefore sinless. And they will not, they will not be held to account. They, they cannot be judged. They didn't do anything. They just were born. They didn't, they had no control over that. And I think, I, I think don't that's, know, I don't know, I don't know that I would put it that way. I don't know that I, I could get on board it, with that because if all have sinned, if, I mean, and we can unpack that word a little bit. I mean, I know we've derailed fall, a little sure. bit, but Derek's a Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, 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 I have origins in, in the Baptist church. Um, My God has grace for, yeah. for small babies who did nothing wrong. My God has grace for them too, but I wouldn't necessarily say that they've They're done sinless. nothing. Wrong. Oh, because no. we're born with selfishness. That's true. Yeah. Yes. That is so true. like, so whether or not it's for our survival or not, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. I don't think, but I think that there's grace and mercy that we don't understand mm-hmm. that come into play. Right. Yeah. And so some of that we've got to leave up to, we've obviously we got to leave that up to God, but to get back to what we were talking about, <laughs> I just want, I just want to at least acknowledge the side of, I think that there are demons that absolutely walk amongst us that that are in our. We're warned, in, man. In I mean, John, John warns us, right? He talks about Antichrist, mm-hmm. which take that how, how you will, and he it's plural. Why it's not talk, a. Why don't we talk about dressing up? It's it's the many. Yeah. So that was so that that was like kind of topic number one that I wanted us to broach here for a minute because um, they dressed up so that they could blend in so that the they would would not be picked apart. Yeah. 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 Destroyed by the, by these demons. The good thing that we find in there is, is they recognize this, this whole spiritual world that exists, mm-hmm. right? Which is something some people don't recognize. I think some a lot people, of people don't acknowledge. In our and country don't recognize. And, and you're right. In, in America, I we have, I think it's worldwide, man. We, in America specifically, <laughs> we've oh, become okay. so spiritually dry that we want to accept all of the good, nice, pretty, and happy things, but we don't want to acknowledge the fact that there is true evil in the world, mm-hmm. that there are antichrists in the world, that there is a demonic, that there is a demonic and spiritual, that there is a spiritual realm, one, and that inside of that spiritual realm, there is a demonic presence that operates as well. Yep. And it, Halloween is a great time to talk about some of those things, right? Because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe that it always manifests. I don't believe... I believe it manifests itself in very, very small ways, like when we think about the exorcist, right? Or when we think about the, the thing that really destroys the human body in that way. I believe it operates in a very different way. The, the cunning, the sly, the, the beautiful words. Like we, we talk, when, when we hear about Satan, 
um, he, he was the angel of, of worship, right? And he was the one of, he was meant, he was beautiful, and he was... Uh, he was a showman. Right, he was. He was capable of all of those kind of things. And so when, I, when I think <laughs> Very about that, dramatic. that's the way I think about the way the demonic forces work Man. work in our presence. Which is why culture Slide is important. Hand. Right, culture because is important. Because here, <laughs> that is, well, I, mean, I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. It's that sly, slithery, yep. sweet-talking. Yep. This sounds that, that, so good. That Lucifer from the Prophecy yeah. movie, yeah. Viggo Mortensen, the beautiful oh, man yeah, that yeah. I talked about before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Viggo Mortensen's beautiful? Uh, yeah. yeah, Viggo Mortensen's beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love that man. Anyways, so, <laughs> so anyways, this is, this that's, that's a derailment, weird, right? So like, <laughs> This is where it gets um, weird. All right. <laughs> anyways, but it's that here in, in the United States or countries similar mm-hmm. in, in their their development quote-unquote right. um uh the way they think yeah. anyways mm-hmm. um yeah it is that slithery slimy mm-hmm. you know whatever but in africa mm-hmm. in the tribal countries that showmanship comes out in things like the exorcist mm-hmm. where the body is ravaged mm-hmm. and 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 visible and it's those sorts of things because that there is it's, showmanship and it's far more right? effective for and them. it's far yep. more effective in yep. that culture yep. so we also have to take into consideration the culture in which we're talking about right. mm-hmm. these things deriving right. from enemy's crafty right that is today it's yeah. not it's not i'm not saying africa you know 100 200 300 years ago i'm saying africa today is like that but I mean, what culture doesn't have evil spirits as well? Yeah, like all of them sure. deal with. Right. Like I mean, Native Americans, all of them have yeah. they these all, kind of spirit, knew. yeah, spiritual warfare. Well, that's that's the whole point, right? Since like, since Adam, so. and since Eve bit the apple. Thanks a lot, Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have the knowledge now, right? Mm-hmm. And Adam, thanks a lot for following her. Mm-hmm. But you See. know. I guess supporting through your one man sent sent into the world, not uh, through one woman. <laughs> <laughs> a man and a woman. <laughs> a man and a woman. Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah, it's just uh, every. I think every single culture knows of good and evil, and every mm-hmm. single culture is going to have their demons and their spirits. Yep. And I think you're mm-hmm. exactly right that the United States of America, specifically, is so out of touch. Mm-hmm. With spiritual, with spiritual reality, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I mean, we talk about okay. So in in the missionary realm, right? So like missionaries from third world countries, mm-hmm. you know, second world countries. I don't really know what that is exactly, but developing countries, whatever, mm-hmm. um, that do very much still believe in spiritual. They talk about miraculous healing, and mm-hmm. they talk about you know all kinds of different you know miracles, right? Mm-hmm. That happen. Seeing mm-hmm. angels, in their actually and seeing here, angels intercede. Here, it's like. Yeah, right. You know, oh, that's pretty. You well, know, but that's that's because we don't think the, the in the spiritual realm there. The other the other idea there is they expect those things. They're mm-hmm. expectant yeah. of the spirit. It's because they We're haven't not. let go of uh, we, they haven't let go of it. They've we, held it. We have. we we only want it to say that it happened to us. Right. Right? We don't want it for the glory of God. They recognize that it's it's to the yeah. glory of God. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't see it that way. We want to see it so it's tangible, so it's real. It, so it throws point. faith out the who's, window. Who's we're, we? We're using, who's they? I'm saying we as, as we as Americans. Americans. Oh, Americans. We, we, we want it to be Americans. Yeah. Cultures like America, right. Right. as far yeah, as like most yeah, first world countries point. have yeah. thrown they, out this whole expectation of spiritual being being like right. what you're, they, yes. they as more tribal people. 
Um, you can go to to undeveloped mm-hmm. places. You got Haiti. You yeah, go, they're very. You can go to Cuba. Yeah. You can go to places like that where there is this this spirituality that exists. Mm-hmm. It's almost palpable when you walk mm-hmm. into places like that. I I remember going to Haiti a few times and we would sleep on the roof of this orphanage because it was the the coolest place to sleep. Not because it was like, dude, cool, but because it was like I can breathe, cool. Um, so. <laughs> And you would hear tribal drums, like you would hear voodoo drums, you would hear chanting happening down the street from where you are. And that is the spiritual presence that exists right there. Now that's evil spiritual presence, but that is the spiritual presence that they recognize and that permeates their culture. We don't have that. We've got a very binary. I mean, now we're kind of going into this really weird place with thinking things that aren't fluid are, but the culture there even though, like the Christian culture there, they believe mm-hmm. in in the strength of the right. opposite side. Holy Spirit's you know? a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Holy Spirit because the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit there is very real. For us it's right. like, oh it's a really cool thought. He's but right here. Yeah. In my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's all the pretty nice things that I feel. Like that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we, we downplay that. And I'm, again, we as American culture yeah. that right. is is very I'm going to say it again, binary, yes, no, prove it, I want facts, I want evidence, I want provable, I want to be able to duplicate this thing, where they're open to, like, holy cow, like, holy crap. So That guy guy who couldn't walk and was lame from the time he was born, he can walk now, that is a spiritual act. Now we want to prove it. We want to say, well, it wasn't a spiritual act because we can... We can re- research the way the brain waves operated this way. And even though I can't explain it today, there is one day in the future that we'll be able to explain how and why this person could walk. Instead of just saying, that was God, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think this makes perfect sense if you look at the way our societies are structured, though. Right. Right? Because if you look at the way that our societies are structured, these tribal cultures, the one thing that they don't have is government education. Right? But that's not true. They yeah. have their, well, their tribes. Their I mean, tribes educate them. Sure, if, but I'm saying scale, I'm saying though that tribe represents that tribe's long-standing beliefs, and a tribe is much more like a family than it is like a federal government, right? Oh yeah. Um, I don't and know, so, man. And so, and so, I'm just that. saying, yeah. like, that's fair. with less yeah. technology. Okay, with less right. technology to learn about the world, you're going to have to perceive the world in a different way. We are yeah. so, we think we are so smart, and we are so dumb. Well, and you I, know, we I, have I, no I 100% idea. agree with that. Like that's the that's fact that our but we're arrogant. It's arrogance. Yeah, we are See, arrogant. To your point earlier, though, yeah. Trey, that. There is deception in all governments somewhere. Sure, I mean, absolutely. So, so in all people, really, there's deception. It's really just the only mm-hmm. difference is how it's portrayed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's that that soft-spoken, slithery, sylvan tongue, or if it's a show of it yeah. out in public mm-hmm. with the beating of drums and the cutting of flesh mm-hmm. or whatever, it's it. That's Deception and mm-hmm. and and evil scheming. Mm-hmm. It's just two different sides of the coin. Yeah. So culture is absolutely, like you said, very important mm-hmm. on how we we look at this. And so when we're looking at this Celtic culture, mm-hmm. we have to keep in mind that back then, with them, 
they could have been very real mm-hmm. physical demons that we're representing there. Mm-hmm. Whether that was yeah. through through their priests through, uh, or through anybody. possession, yeah, or through physical. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I like, yeah, I would, I believe in possession. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't right. it, in I, today. I'm just trying to put in cult in cultural <laughs> context what we're actually picking apart mm-hmm. in in this this culture because that's fair to them right you know we gotta we gotta be fair to them even if they don't believe the same things that we yeah, do right. especially if we're going to talk about about mm-hmm. their culture from a perspective that we don't really understand all of what was going mm-hmm. on yeah we weren't well, there yeah the, well, this is my best the guess. good thing oh well, you go okay. <laughs> well like you were talking about like when you went to haiti which reminded me of when i went to haiti and stuff like that but I see, pe- see people, Christians, that have gone to different countries and done different things, and that's when they start believing usually in spiritual warfare mm-hmm. is because they see something mm-hmm. that they can't explain, that they can't mm-hmm. do. Um, when I was in Haiti, I was 13, and I went with uh, a group of the group. None of the students went, just me, um, to adult. We went to a voodoo house. On the voodoo house wall was a picture of Jesus wearing a crown of thorns. So we were praying outside because we knew that they um, still do baby sacrifices uh, for voodoo and that and uh, the culture and stuff like that was big. So we were sitting there and there was a, a small grave, which I don't know if it was a baby grave or what. The missionary just wouldn't talk about it. Um, but she, we started praying and this lady came out of nowhere and just started screaming and yelling. And because I was the youngest, she was standing right behind me, like yelling at stuff at me. And I knew it wasn't like, I couldn't understand her, mm-hmm. but I, they, then the missionary refused to translate any of what she was saying, but we just kept praying and praying. And eventually the lady just like kind of sat down and was mumbling to herself. She wasn't even like yelling at us anymore. Mm-hmm. And we just continued to pray mm-hmm. until she pretty much calmed down. Well, and it was like, I mean, that was a spiritual, spirit. yeah. And it was definitely a spiritual warfare thing going on, but, like, I would have never experienced that somewhere here, probably. It does happen here a little bit, but you're right. I think that we don't open ourselves up to that even being a real thing here. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't, our minds don't comprehend it because it's so easy for us to go throughout our day without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas in those cultures, it is everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Everything. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Evil is everywhere. You're taught from birth that it's not just evil, but the yeah. spiritual realm right. is yeah. everywhere, yeah. It's, right? It's, it's a spiritual thing for you to wake up in the morning. It's a spiritual thing for you to have food in the morning and right. afternoon. It's a spiritual mm-hmm. thing for they you to go to work, and the work that you do mm-hmm. all comes from a spiritual They count place. every blessing because every day is a blessing. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know, mm-hmm. and... and that's what we forget, mm-hmm. I think, here so much. I've been to, um, actually, I guess then all of us, except for, I think, Brennan, have been to a third world country mm-hmm. um, and seen what it's like mm-hmm. to, I don't know, have you not been? I don't know what's considered. I've been Haiti to is a third real world. Mexico and I've been to real Honduras. Okay, so, that's, that's a third world country. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, in, and I think... So. We, so he went to Grenada and he's seen, and, yeah. and, and some poorer countries and he's seen some poorer stuff. Right. Right. But there's a difference between going and visiting, you know, the the resorts and, and then going and, you know, in my case, I went to Afghanistan um, and served in Kabul. And that, I mean, it, it, there's a, 
it was a very spiritual event. I think God protected me through that. I, mm-hmm. I, I know that in that whole process that it was good that I relied on God because I wasn't in Christ, mm-hmm. but I knew that it was, that if I was going to get anywhere out of that, you know, that it wasn't going to be me that got me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, and thankfully I, I never had to do anything that I regret mm-hmm. while I was there. Um, and, uh, but it does give you that perspective and it starts to show you that spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different uh, type of spirit coming from voodoo as opposed to yeah. those types of spirits that I think are we're waging war in that country. Mm-hmm. Different they're, they're tactics. Different yeah. tactics. I, I don't want to say demons. different. Different. Yeah, but <laughs> I want to say different tactics. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I need I need to find my book, but I can't find it. C.S. Lewis, right? I keep going back to this. Mm-hmm. It's it's an incredible. The Screw Tape Letters, like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's tactics. Mm-hmm. We got to understand that it's. He knows individual victories are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they they are. Yeah. And so it's just a different tactic, man. And same, he know, same, and he, old, same old bad guys, just different And tactics. the bad guy knows how to how to manipulate you too. Yeah, yeah, he knows your he, Bible he better kno- than you do. Oh yeah, and he and he knows how to how yeah. to how to come after the your weak spots. Right. Yeah. He knows every single one of them and he's coming. He's got after lots of experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sorry. So, so <laughs> I know we were talking about kind of the dress up concept as, yeah. as well and I know you could take the Bible and manipulate. I don't even want to say manipulate and talk about how you shouldn't. You should always, always remain true and all of those kind of things. You, you could go as far as probably to even say like there were times when you had to put your war paint on when you were going out to fight. Right. Mm-hmm. Paul tells us to put on the the armor of God, mm-hmm. which is symbolic, but yes. there's also more of a spiritual aspect to all of that. And so there were. There were certainly things in culture that that dictated putting on something. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're called to wear clothes, right? And that's pretty, pretty significant. Pretty basic. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a, a pretty fundamental thing. So then there's a lot of arguments, a lot of different ways you could go with whether or not that's something. Is, is a one time a year you put on a little face paint and you put on a... I don't know. Wig, is that is that manipulative to the point where there should be judgment that comes from that, or is that one of those like all in good fun? And before we even answer that too far, I wanna I wanna also point this out. So there's a Jewish festival. It's called Purim, and it doesn't happen in uh, in October. It happens in May, I think. Um, but it's a it's a celebration. It's a feast of lots. Um, it's a celebration that comes kind of through the the book of Esther, um, and it's something that looks very similar to our Halloween. So they dress up. There's feasting. There's festivals. Kids will go from place to place. A very carnivaly atmosphere. Um, they will give out candy or food or. Um, they've got these pastries that that they kind of celebrate with, which I can get down with that. Um, <laughs> Handing we, out pastries. Yeah, we were <laughs> when I went when I went to Israel. We were there 
right at one point of Purim, I'm not sure which part, but there are kids running around just like Halloween. And uh, when we were walking through the old city in Jerusalem, um, the there was like a school event that was, they were hanging out playing games in, <laughs> I thought it was really weird because it was like in the, in the midst of all of these ancient ruins of what was the ancient city of Jerusalem, you've got kids hanging out, like throwing balloons at each other and um, playing a ring toss and, you know, dressed up. And I was like, wow, how, how weird is that? Like that was their school day hanging out in these ruins of 2,000 year old or 1,500 year old architecture. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it was just, it was a weird, a weird, a weird moment for me. Um, so, even in Jewish Jewish culture and Jewish the Jewish tradition, some of these things happen, right? Like some of the things like we do today still translate in ways that it's like, oh, this carnival, this festival, this is the way they celebrate it. So the dressing up thing, like. Well, for instance, in my house we have, this is the first year, and thankfully the kids, um, all chose things that are non-demonic. Yeah. So, I'm happy with that. <laughs> so, okay. You know, and that's kind of, and, they're, and they're not covering their faces and hiding their faces. Mm-hmm. It's not a disguise. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dressing well, up as a race car well, driver. Let's, let's hang on a second. Let's talk know, about the so. word. Which, which race car driver? Not a, not Is it a guy a, by the name of Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... One of, it, one of them's wearing a mullet. You don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> you don't have to wear a mask for it to be a disguise, though. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's that's not what makes it a disguise. Well, the, the so. question is whether or not you're wearing a disguise on your heart, right? I mean, that's really sure. where it comes and that's, down that's to. And that's really what we need to be talking about. Yeah, I think that's really not, what like, it comes down like, to. If the actual disguise matters, if I don't the think dressing so. up matters. Like, where do we draw the line? Okay, I want to I wanna pose this question yeah. now. Because where do we draw the line in all of this? Because... Mm-hmm. I think it's a personal decision. And, sure. Yeah. You know, if 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 you. But if it's if, a personal decision, how much of that can you be like? Well, as a Christian, a personal decision. You know, but but as <laughs> if it's a personal decision, if it's if we're just leaving mm-hmm. it up to that, how much of that can we rely on it being? Well, as a Christian, da 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 da. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> or is it a is it that's something another that we need podcast to draw primary doctrine and secondary doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like sure. so it's so far but in the is doctrine. it doctrine or is it personal choice? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think that we've got to figure out. Like, yeah. where is it that we draw the line? Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of it is intent behind it. You yeah. Know? Are are you dressing this way to symbolize this thing that? Is, is um, an evil thing. Well, is is trunk or treat celebrating Halloween? I think yeah. this is the thing, right? Yeah. Is is whether or not I'm my big thing is I'm not sure I want to subject my kids into the cultural the current even the current cultural thing of it. But what is because, the current cultural thing of because, it? Because well, the whole basis, yeah, the and, whole basis of trick or treat. Nobody right. does trick. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe teenagers. Right? I'm, a, I'm a swing. I'm a, I mean, maybe teenagers. Because they stop getting like, candy. I'm going to swing. But they're going to do a trick regardless. They're going to do a tricks even not on Halloween. But I'm, I went. I'm I, saying. I TP'd you know, people's least. houses. Like, I never egged anybody's house. 
But I'm saying, like, the trick part of it, we don't do anymore. That's not a real big part of any of it. And if it is, if there is a quote-unquote trick, it's usually something like what we do at Trunk or Treat, where the trick is a game, right? So, like, really, is Trunk or Treat, then, opposed to you, Trey, is Trunk or Treat <laughs> celebrating Halloween? Um, well, it... Yeah. Yes, it is. Just because you put a different label on it and you call it a or fall, fall festival, festival. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, here we go, church so. people, if you're listening <laughs> to this. Then what so, does that mean so, if it is? Okay, so I think it really does come down to, ultimately, you can't lose your salvation, right? That's a debatable thing, too. That's another podcast. That's another no, podcast. but we you, just came you up can't with five more lose it because it's already <laughs> happened, right? And so now, That's obviously, debatable thing, man. That's oh, man. where is your heart at? You know, sure. you, if you're saved, you know you're saved. Okay, but and heart is not everything. I know that. I, I, and this is it's a, and that's why this, this whole discussion is so difficult right. because you can't really narrow it down so, to but, one thing. So if we we're can't, we're talking about a church putting on an event for Halloween. Without is calling, that, yeah, is just, that just because you take the, the word Halloween out of it, does it change the heart of it? I, I don't know. Like, no. there kids, can, kids, or, kids dress up and get candy. So let me, no. Let me. Let me. <laughs> yes, they're giving away candy. Let me ask yeah. this then: Has or Halloween crown. changed? Has the meaning of Halloween? Oh yeah, changed? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. is Halloween still actually a bad thing? Even History.com yes. agrees with that. that it is, is a bad thing. And here's the reason why I say no: It's because. What is Halloween to almost everyone? Candy. Halloween to almost everyone is it's a day I get to dress up, yeah. whether it's good, yeah. bad, and different dressing up. Get to up. be whatever I want and or, get free candy. And get free candy. And that <laughs> That's is literally... The free candy part is the part that I have a problem with, mostly. Now, if, if you were to say, like, it's a great day to get together with your friends and celebrate and... and What's wrong with the free candy? Because... Do you have a problem with Thanksgiving? Because that's a day that is like National Gluttony Day. (laughs) Seriously. You stuff your face until you can't eat anymore, and then you go take a nap so that you can have as much dessert as you can stuff in your face. Moving on to Thanksgiving, I think that that is also a ritual. And that's why it's my favorite holiday. (laughs) Now, I'm thankful for the food that he's allowed to glutton on. That's the that's the difference. I, I, no, I get that. I'm get thankful that. for the what? candy that I got because he was able to put people to give me the candy. Okay. Yeah. So what's wrong with the candy? That's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's no look, different. If you look at its its root here, right, it's to give to those who are less fortunate. Mm-hmm. So it was to give to those who were poor. Mm-hmm. It it was to give to those who didn't have, and and that even goes Some all of, the way all the way back to to Sam, some of the roots. Sam Hain. Yeah. Right. And then it gets it. The 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 issue is is that obviously the. The deceiver manipulates everything. Oh, yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah, right. right. But but are we going to step by and, and do nothing? And That's I think true. Part of, it, our part of it is that why do we celebrate? Why do we have trunk or treat? Like, why have we done trunk or treat in the past? Mm-hmm. And the reason is because sure. we'd rather give them something to do here. That's safe. In a safe, in a safe place, environment. Than spiritually safe place mm-hmm. than right. out in the neighborhood where it's obviously not spiritually and a lot of times and not the, physically safe. And here, we can make it about Jesus, too. So as long as... And that's kind of where my head's at, is that as long as you're making it about Jesus, 
then Jesus is gonna gonna make that a, a. But if you're if you're living with Jesus, your life is just about Jesus, right? And that is that is what you have to do. Like it, I don't think that we need to make Halloween or trunk or treat about Jesus. I think that us as Christ followers coming together, just being us. Sure. So I, I, we have to, we have to articulate some of this because it's, you know, we're we're talking through things on on a podcast that people are listening to. So not, I'm not trying to pick you apart or anything like yeah. that. Um, it's just it's, the way Derek want, works. It's, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I just don't want things to be Sorry, misunderstood. I'll, I'll get him back. <laughs> Spiritually, I don't want things to be misunderstood mm-hmm. because it, there's enough of that, right? That's what this whole podcast is about: is us bringing the truth and trying to make now days an understanding of biblical stuff right Mm -hmm. so like i i don't normally do big words we've we've made a joke of that before Mm -hmm. because i think that if we can explain in layman's terms to the best of our ability what we're talking about that that it's it's more effective so i don't mean i'm not trying to pick you apart i'm just trying to make sure that it's clear to everyone else yeah, listening. Ho- well, because if is we hard. were just having just a you and me conversation, it wouldn't be quite right. as much like yeah. well with me. It kind no, of but is yeah, funny. it is. It is really hard to kind of nail that down. The whole uh, losing your salvation thing, the understanding of what that means. I guess for what what I'm saying versus what I think I'm saying are two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and I mm-hmm. and that's as a new Christian, I think we fall in. A new, well, yeah. I mean, I'm a new Christian. I mean, I'm baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just born a few weeks ago. So, um, but it's easy for me to fall into a misunderstanding of what I'm saying, so that I get confused, you know. But and so that's why it's and I think all of us fall into that trap too. And I don't think it's going to change, right? Like you'll you'll get your lingo down, and then you'll have to check yourself again later. So yeah. So. I wonder, I wonder this. I'm, I don't know, I'm just jumping. I'm just jumping in and stomping all over this. Like, is our perception that just because it's not happening on October 31st, that what we're doing is not Halloween oriented? Cosplay. Well, that's I mean, a good way to put it, I guess. Like, well, but like, is that, but like, yeah, is, is that why we that, call it? Is, is that, that what we call it? Fall festival because like, you're idolizing. Well, cosplay. You're yeah. idolizing all of these things. Yeah. Yeah, you are. That it, it, it is an idol. It's yeah. but well, again. It can it's be whether yeah. it takes place ahead of God. Yeah. Right. 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 Don't because put it it's ahead not of God. An idol, unless you place it in front of God. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, exactly. And that, that's the way all of this can be, and it's mm-hmm. not pagan worship unless you're actively worshiping. I mean, and there's a heart. There's a heart thing for you, right? There's a big discussion. That's a that's a multi multi podcast topic of <laughs> what is worship and how does how do we how do how does it manifest in our life? Like, is it inherently pagan worship or idol worship? If we are, if we're dressing up, or our kids are dressing up like Halloween, maybe if we've got that day circled on our calendar, like everything we do revolves around that day, and then we, yeah. I don't know, say a prayer to the evil dark lord and savior, right? Like they make some statement about that. Like I don't know, um, is, does it become pagan worship then, or if we just go hang out, we dress up like Buzz Lightyear and walk around and get candy? Like is that a bad thing? I don't yes. know. It I is. Will a never bad dress thing. up as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> Whole nother discussion, but yeah. So, wings get called. So I want to. I want. I want to spin the topic a little we bit. We still have because, the costume because there's not really. I don't think it's there's. I don't think there's really a great resolution to that. Like, yeah. 
it's a heart thing. You nail right. it on the head. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's an intention thing. And if we feel, it's one of those like if what you do causes your brother to stumble, right? Don't do it. And it's it's one of those things where we have to make that conscious decision. Uh, let me give you this. So, my girls and and Eli's not old enough to understand what dressing up means, but. Um, the girls want to dress up, trying to figure out what to dress up as for Halloween. And, and so we go into Spirit Halloween, okay? Like everybody's favorite store this time of the year. And like we're, we're looking over in the like kids section. And then Eli's just walking around because that's what he does. So I grab his finger and walk him around because he's getting bored. Um, and we walk through the whole store. And then there's, a, there's your various sections that you walk into. And I was like, I really don't feel good about this section over here, which is very demonic and dark. And, like, there was a heaviness, a spiritual heaviness, in my opinion, that, like, existed in that world. And then we kind of walked back into, like, the other adult costumes, which were, like, I don't know, you're a potato and you're an egg, or you're a donut and you're a meatball. Like, I don't know, you know? And I was like, oh, that's just kind of fun and not nearly as heavy and deep and dark as this other place. Right. And then we walk back over to the kids' stuff and, you know, intermingled in that is some other stuff. And and I think in a way, I think that that's a good thing, Mm -hmm. right? That we now, I think a lot of society generally doesn't like that dark. Mm -hmm. They don't want to, they don't want to look at the dark. They Mm -hmm. just, so... They will wear the potato mm-hmm. instead, which I think you're exactly right. That mm-hmm. as a ritual, that's not necessarily bad. Right. I think dressing up as a demon is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Counterpoint. I think, that, <laughs> that, that, I think that, that a lot of people that do dress up as those things that are darker, demon, the scream dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. All that is because it's a time in which they don't have to be afraid of that, right? Like That's fair. That's, that's a fair point. A lot of people yeah. who are, I'm doing this because are I'm not scared of things yeah. like that will wear those costumes yeah. so that to face they it don't have directly. to be scared. Yeah. And that goes directly back to that Celtic culture. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's, that's a really good point. So, so let's shift this discussion a little bit because there's another really big aspect of of the original Samhain holiday too, that we haven't discussed. And the next was they would light this big bonfire, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and they would mm-hmm. dress up and they would share and they would have this, this, this festivity. And then what they would do is at the end of their feast, everyone would light, light something, light a torch, we'll say, and then go back and light their hearth in their homes, which would, is what provide warmth. So they felt that if they got the the light, the fire from this big bonfire that was kind of at the center of their point of worship and festivity, that that light extending into their home was going to provide protection and warmth and care for them throughout the course of the dark, cold, long, hard winter. Typically also, since it is that time of year, they're usually performing sacrifice with that. Sure, sure. Yeah, they would. There, there were animal sacrifices. Yep, there right. were animal sacrifices to the Celtic deities yeah. that, that mm-hmm. were a part of that too. So, um, but I mean, that's not outside of what Israel does right. either. So, sure. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They like, were, yeah, they were called to animal sacrifices. It's very as well. interesting yeah. that you can look across culture and see that God is there. Yeah. Yes. Even in the midst of, well, of everything, because one big bonfire, we're going to take our little light and we're going to light our home with it. Right. So, um, 
you know, we've talked, me and you, Derek, have talked a lot about um, a lot of different stuff. And right. you know that I have some, like, I'll go yeah. in all yeah. kinds of different places with all kinds of ideas. And um, yep. in my research, <laughs> uh, I have. Brennan, I have, lean in and say that again. I am. Because, yep. Okay. So then, <laughs> we needed at least one comment from Brennan. So, yeah. um, I have uh, done a lot of research on ancient cultures and, uh, you know, their, their belief in heaven and hell and spirit world and how it works. And one thing I've noticed is they all look really similar mm -hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. like the they're, same why wouldn't they're they? seeking something above themselves to to believe in so that they make yeah. sense and their existence makes sense and like I'm that's even, that's the yeah. that's the goal of it I'm is to put if somebody else yeah. is in charge yeah. so that maybe i'm not as bad or maybe you know i have a purpose i'm saying from even like a design document mm -hmm. type of point of view you know mm -hmm. the way that the uh there are a lot of similarities in Christ, the way Christianity viewed um, and the way Christ describes the and, and has set up the path mm -hmm. to heaven. Mm -hmm. And even the like um, the Nordic idea of the rainbow bridge. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, we, we ha these are not uncommon ideas. Yeah. You know? and, they're and all, that's they're everywhere. That's yeah. what a lot of people, a lot of atheists, um, a lot of other religious religious folk, they use those things to argue against scripture, saying, well, we've got documents that show yeah. that there was there's a story like this that the Bible uses and, and reiterates in some way and explains it in this other way. And so therefore this biblical document wasn't was founded in this ancient this more ancient um, document or article or whatever or belief or or um, sure. or tale that sure, was spun before that. And, you can and, spin it that way, and I, I love that because <laughs> yeah. because I mean the flood flood narrative, flood, yeah, flood that's narrative. huge. Right, every culture has a every flood culture narrative. has a has a flood narrative, right? Yeah, and because the world flooded, I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah, right. So every <laughs> da, so, da, da, da. yeah, you have you have things like that, and even even some of the creation narrative and some of the Torah and the law yeah. that's given, like all of that stuff has some root. Even Christ, right? They take the the narrative of Jesus and they play that back to all of these other savior roles and savior deities that existed in mm -hmm. all of these other pagan yeah. mm -hmm. pagan cultures and religions well, we too. Have foreshadowing even in scripture. Like right. I mean there's there's people that were were what do they call them? Uh Christ types or whatever they call mm -hmm. uh, you know yeah, the ar ar um, archetype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but and in even in you know, just to foreshadow mm -hmm. Christ's coming. Yeah. So I mean, we even have that in, in within our own culture, yeah. you know, yeah. to point at. And and that's the cool thing. That's that's where I'm I'm trying to steer all of this this discussion that I have no control over, but <laughs> that, that I'm trying to steer it towards is we see the roots of these pagan festivals, right? That these people who who may have had little to no exposure to to the Bible at this point. And then, and it all comes around the way that they worship, the things that they worship, the the things that they fear. Right? There's no, this is an Ecclesiastes moment, right? There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And and you get to this moment where they are, you see humanity at its at its at its fundamental roots, right? Of we are created to worship, we worship in very similar ways, right? We're not worshiping the same thing, but we worship in very similar ways, yeah. and then you get the Bible that kind of 
provides that two by four or that punch to the face that's like what it does is it takes all of this mass of stuff that has existed into the world up to that point and it brings it together and it puts it into focus and it says all right here's the truth of all of this let me explain to you why you believe why you celebrate why you think why you've worshiped why you've had these narratives the way you have and let me put it all in one context for you to understand the absolute fundamental foundational truth of all humanity and why you are the way you are, why you do what you do. And let me give you something in the end that's going to bring you the point of true salvation because all of these rituals, these deities, these things that you're Not worshiping you. aren't going yeah. to bring you salvation. The only way, Christ is the only way, right? He says that for a reason is because it's true. Go ahead. Perfect answer, perfect uh, Paul walks into Athens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Paul walks into Athens. Yep. He's like, hey, unknown. let me explain this to you. Yeah, the, the unknown, unknown God. God the right? unknown God. Here is the origin, yep. right? Like, that is that is a perfect example of what we are to be in all of these things, mm-hmm. right? Halloween, Christmas, the Easter Bunny, right? right? <laughs> like, the that because some of us actually celebrate yeah. the resurrection of Christ on Easter. Um, but what? yeah, I know, right? Um, but that's that's <laughs> I, that is a a great example and a great answer to should we? Right. It's because Paul walked into Athens and said, "That God that has a no name that you you let me explain him to you. Let me let me tell well, he you has about a this name. guy. Yeah. Let me tell let me, you. Let about, me tell yeah. you about this yeah. God. Because let me tell like, you about my Jesus. I can answer <laughs> that for you, right?" That that Hallelujah. that is the perfect that's the perfect answer to to what we're talking about mm-hmm. yeah. because we should be doing that yeah. in everything. everything that we yep. do. So these 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 holidays mm-hmm. that we talk about, like mm-hmm. whether you want to call them holy days, as we talked about off podcast, or if you want to talk about them as holidays, like What's all the of word? these things, we should be coming alongside our community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's how we combat our 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 evil spiritual warfare right mm-hmm. because our, our fight's not with flesh and blood right so but that's how we combat it as we go well let me tell you let me tell you you're about, exactly right about, that's mm-hmm. this is ha- that's how you take uh, that's that that's you it gives take, you an opportunity but the, holiday, right. the holidays it's, give you the opportunity to do that and whether we use you, it or not is up to us well, it is, a, it from, is yeah. a holy day is sure. the point Right, it's labeled as a holiday. Holy means set apart, right? Yes, it's right. a day set apart. Right? Like, how do we use it? How are right. you going right. to use it exactly? Right. Right. If you're setting a day apart, how are you using it? Are you using it for you, so or let me, are you let using me take it a, a line from my dad? Every day is a holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some just pay better than others. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but but for real though, like yeah. every day you be. have as Christians the, the been set set apart because mm-hmm. you're. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. one that's set true. apart, right? Yeah, that's every true. morning's so, a holiday. So every day's a holiday. There you go, Dad. If you ever listen to this, I'm I'm making sense of what you say. Um, <laughs> every day's a holiday that we are to seize, and we are to go into the world and be that light. Yep. And if we don't show up to things like trunk or treat, or we don't show up in the community, how are those people who are things, in their it's it's ritual. on us right. yeah. for not showing up. Right. Because we did not step up into our communities it's, to light the way to say this, this is that unknown guilt. God. Mm-hmm. It's guilt it that's making you think that if you do this thing, you're 
It is, man. Mm-hmm. And and I think and there's, that's, that's there's some spiritual warfare in it. But I, I also would say if you aren't for it, like... Then don't. Don't do it, right? Yeah. If, if you feel the conviction, right? This is absolute preferences and convictions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If just some people will use alcohol as a low-hanging fruit there for a minute, right? Some people think, cool, I will have a beer once in a while. There's nothing wrong with that. Bible actually talks about wine. It says it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? But the other side of that is I've got alcoholic tendencies. Mm-hmm. I know once I open, I, I crack the bottle of one, mm-hmm. pretty soon it's going to be a dozen, and we're going to be in a really bad place. Right. So mm-hmm. I've got the conviction that no alcohol for me. But then I try to enforce that upon you when you're like, ain't nothing wrong with it. Right, mm-hmm. it, but he the, shouldn't ask you to go out and drink. Right, there's exactly. The, there's, exactly. The bridge, there's the right? mutual. Yeah, there's, there's the mutual, mutual ground. Right. So we we get a lot. We get some Christian base who says, "Well, this is evil, demonic, and mm-hmm. you're you're a pagan worshiper if you go out and do that." I think that's the wrong heart behind it, right? If you're going out and worshiping, that's very accusatory. Pagan idols. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That seems pagan very idols. judgmental right. and accusatory. But we hear and, that. Yeah. Well, as as but even as Christians I, going I mean, out, like, it is certainly our job mm-hmm. to correct our brothers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and that much is 100%. made clear through Corinthians, right? And 100 percent, you have to correct your brothers, right. right? And we have to talk to one another and communicate, right? But telling someone straight up, like you know, you're worshiping the devil mm-hmm. by doing this. Right. No, they're not. Right. No, we, they're not. When we correct they, our brothers, we're supposed to do yeah. so in love. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the key yeah. there. And yeah. a, bag, a bag of candy and a Batman costume is not going to keep you from salvation. Like, yeah, I just I, don't Here's a question. That. Where would Jesus be? On <laughs> Halloween, where would Jesus be? Right. He'd be at least he, at a trunk or treat. He, he might actually be... He might actually be out trick-or-treating. He'd yeah. be doing all... I, I mean, I can't imagine he That's wouldn't be doing, yeah. like, the costume contest with the kids and running around with all... Like, that's where he... He would, would totally he loved be kids. He, he would be dressed up, I think. I think that he would dress up as maybe a tax collector or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, he is ironic. Well, I mean, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, he'd be right there in the midst of... The quote-unquote center and the, right? of the community like, would yeah. be. That's 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 where he hung out. He yeah. hung out with the people that nobody else wanted to hang out with. That's so rev- he'd yeah. be in the midst of all of this. Well, the he'd point be in charge is, of the bounce house. You don't necessarily have to put on the costume. You don't have to put on the costume. You don't have to go and you don't sure. have to carve the jack o' lantern and put it on sure. your step. You don't have to do those things. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be there for the those that. For others, right? Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's like, about yeah, and that's what yeah. I think, like, our church has been better at focusing on recently is, like, we want to show the community that they matter. They're important to us. Like, we care about what happens to them, not just having stuff fun for their family, but, like, how can we help you? How can we get you out of what you're stuck in or whatever? How can, you know, how can we give you resources that you need? Like, I like unplanned pregnancy and stuff or whatever, we need to find those resources in the community and be able to plug those people into those into those things and be like, we want what we want is for you to have the best possible life that you can have. Yeah. And we believe that that's in Jesus, but we will help you find those things that will help you get to that point so that eventually, hopefully, you come to church or whatever. But even if it is, it's because we love you and we care about you. And people need to know that they are loved and cared for. I think, I think too, that if... I don't know. I just I can't imagine that that 
God would allow our church to be to thrive if we were doing yeah. something that was outside of His will. Yeah. And so, so where we draw the line, yeah, is personal conviction, right? Because if you are convicted to not do so, that's fine. Mm-hmm. A, we don't push that on others because right. you should never push push personal conviction onto somebody else. Yep. Right. Yep. Like that's just you should. Because you don't know thing, God, you don't know God's will. You well, don't. and and you don't know their heart, their struggles, and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. So, um, so personal conviction is where we draw the line, right? If if you feel personally convicted, then don't do it. Right. But if you feel personally convicted to not do it, you better step up, yeah. because if you're personally convicted to not to not go and participate when when it's time to step up and and share with the community about this unknown God that they don't understand then you better show up in the rest of the time when those holidays aren't happening and you better be stepping up into your community and sharing God then yep. you know yep. so our, our line is drawn where where are you showing God in your day to day life yep. and if you are showing God to those around you and you're being Christ like to them and I personally believe that you do have to verbalize things, right? You have to share Jesus with people at some point, right? Once you're, yeah. once you get them into that uh, friendship, relationship, whatever, of of it. But if if you're not doing that, you miss the boat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you can't do that during certain holidays, where are you stepping up in 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 place of that? Um, I think is I think is really where we draw the line in yeah. all of it. Yeah, yeah it's it's really good. Um, I know this is the moment to wrap up, but I just had one more thought. Like on top of what Lizzie was saying about about the perspective that we try to take as a church is, I think Halloween last year was what broke what broke things open for us. What God mm-hmm. used to break things open yeah. for us as a church, because everybody was incredibly afraid of COVID. And we looked around to see what was happening in our community, and nothing was happening. And we said, let's change that. And we had, we had our, our quote-unquote fall festival. We didn't call it a fall festival. Candy Palooza. It happened, happened on, on <laughs> yep, it was Saturday night. It was on all of Halloween, right? And we're like, let's take advantage of this. And we called it Candy Palooza. And it was all about that. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's get families together. I love it. Let's get our community together. Let's hand out a ton of candy. Let's have just fun. And it was... It was cool. I mean, we saw, I expected a couple hundred people. Like, let's see, 200, 250 people. I don't know, 800 people. Eight or 900 people. Yeah, came came to that event. And wow. I wow. didn't, I, I never yeah, expected. It was like eight or 900 right. people. But, That's... but the comments that came on the back end were, oh my gosh, like, we needed this. We yeah. needed a place that we could come and just have fun and just get together and just have community with one and I, another. And that's what our, our and church is. And that's what the is. church is all about, right? Literally right. a light that's, in the darkness. Yeah. And and yeah. it was, so we use this holiday. It's right? not, con- it's actually, we, we because I think we keep it simple. Sure. Sure. We, we, it's, it's a very complicated topic yep. when we start talking about the power of God. Yep. But if you try to keep it as simple as possible and, and we try to keep it down in the, in the core gospel, and I mm-hmm. think that that works, yep. And, yep. and 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 not letting our egos uh, overstep, 
overstep our, our ability to serve the community yep. in the way that he knows that we can. Yep. And if that means, you know, maybe making a concession on some doctrinal thing that you're not really sure about, mm -hmm. maybe you should consider helping your community first because I'm pretty sure that is what he wants. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, I speak firsthand when, I, when I'm, and I'll stand on it, that, that God uses even, even these days that have some pagan roots to say, it's not what it's all about. Like, this is a bunch of people who are, who are looking for me and who are, we're trying to get to the place that you're at right yeah. now. And mm -hmm. I want you to do the same thing that I did with Scripture, with Halloween, with Christmas, with Easter, right? And, and inevitably, you always have the naysayers and you have the people mm -hmm. trying to argue, well, look at, look at these foolish Christians celebrating a holiday that have all these pagan roots and rituals. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not doing that, right? Yeah. We're no. celebrating our God who gave us the course correction, who called the audible in this world and said, I see you mm -hmm. and I'm going to lean into the things that you do already and show you the, the better way, show you the mm -hmm. right way and put you back on the right course. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we have the privilege of doing. And so, and so we're going to fill our auditorium with balloons on Easter and we're right. going to have a balloon room extravaganza. And <laughs> on Christmas, we are going to hand out cookies and we are going to sing Christmas songs because we are the light of the world and we're going to carry that out into the world around us. And at Halloween, we're not doing anything this year because every church around us is doing a fall festival and it would just be white noise. Um, so instead, we are working with another organization that is hosting a fall yeah. festival and we're just going to be a part of loving on the community. And so, and so it, it's so much more than just mm -hmm. putting your flag in the ground and saying, well, if you really looked at the origins of that thing, if that's the kind of kind of Christian you want to be, like, cool, live in your your sad, dark, lonely world, like of Let utter. Let me tell you a little of, secret of utter chaos. But pagans and tax collectors aren't there on Sunday morning, right? I mean, they are, right. but that's not where you're gonna find them, right? Right? Yeah, you're not. Like, that is true. That's yeah. he did. Pagans and tax collectors. He are walked not into be the bars on Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, I mean, he. He walked into the temple and threw things around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Cracking a whip that he made by him by he his did, own hands. He I mean, didn't like, always seem well put together, did he? Yeah. <laughs> if you he have nuts. the misconception that you're going to come to church and save people's lives or tell them about Jesus, you're crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, the coming yeah. to church on Sunday morning is to get equipped so you can do that everywhere else. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not to check a box. Yeah. It's not to check a box. Right. Live in purpose, not not in, not an agenda, yep. right? It's not to check a box. You have to go out into the world yep. in order to reach them. Yep. And the key to that, it isn't, it isn't candy. It isn't dressing up. It's relationship. Right. And it's finding the way into relationship. Obviously, there are some guardrails we're gonna call. We're gonna be called to live within. Sure. But. It's finding a way into that relationship that is going to be life-giving and is going to help people see Jesus operating inside of you, the Holy Spirit operating inside of you, and pointing them to the better way. One last Bible example. Yep. The priests, right, would shun those with leprosy. Mm -hmm. Jesus went up and yep. gave them a hug. Yep. Yep. Don't care if you want to put that as he was God. 
That's fine. Right. He was right. right. Whatever. But you're supposed <laughs> to emulate. <laughs> but we're we're not supposed to be like pagans. Yep. We have an we're image. We're called against that. Yeah. I would almost say that even personal conviction might be. I mean, you got to have a real good reason, mm-hmm. a real good reason, to have that personal conviction mm-hmm. to not. I mean, maybe the example is you were part of the that pagan culture that celebrated that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that exemption, right? Yep. But like, even then, you'd think that you'd want to go tell your brothers and sisters that mm-hmm. that in in that culture. So like, mm-hmm. I I don't even know if we draw the line there. Mm-hmm. I I think that we draw the line at not going into your community, mm-hmm. and and bringing Jesus to those who have leprosy in our community, yeah. whether that looks like physical ailment or spiritual ailment. Yeah. Like, right. where that's where we draw that line, right? Yeah. Like, we, we, we've we got to draw the line at, are you not going? Yeah. Are you not going into that stuff? Well, this is probably two, two podcasts worth of content at this that's point. an hour and a half. An hour and a half. And uh, so, good luck, Mark. <laughs> uh, figure out how to make that happen, or you can just publish it as one. Um, regardless, great discussion today. Yeah. Uh, we're called to be the light in the world. Uh, there is nothing new under the sun. We are called to worship. We've been created that way, and it's evident in, in the history of the world uh, that that is our bent and our desire. What are you worshiping, though? I mean, what's the mm-hmm. heart of your worship? Are you living in fear? Are you living to try to satisfy some faux deity that, li- that exists out there? Or are you worshiping God, the creator of all things, the sustainer of all things, and the redeemer of all things? Uh, because there's a very there's a very different way in which we are able to live when when that's who we're living for. Um, so don't let things like Halloween, uh, Christmas trees, or or Easter bunnies get in the way of of you sharing who Christ is and of shining His light into the world around you that is desperate for that. So uh, super super thankful for this discussion that we could have. Super thankful for all of you guys listening. Um, Stay tuned for even more energetic and exciting content that we have ahead. And um, God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week, and God bless.